you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Do you ever just get an image in your head, and then a couple of seconds later, you see that image in real life? Or do you ever hear your name being called, and when you turn around to answer, no one is there? If you have ever experienced this, then you might be more in tune with your intuitive abilities than you thought. There are four major intuitive abilities I would like to talk about today, and those are clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. The first is clairvoyance, and clairvoyance just means clear seeing. People who have this ability might get visions that have yet to happen, or images might simply pop into their head. These people are also most likely to see ghosts, spirits, and shadow beings. They have the ability to see clearly with their mind's eye, aka their third eye, and or Ajna Chakra, which is also associated with this ability. Chakras are just energy centers inside of the body that everyone has. And clairvoyance can also be experienced by daydreaming and when you dream at night, because it allows you access to be able to see the unseen, so things not of this third dimensional world. Alright, so here's where clairvoyance or clear seeing gets split into a couple of categories. So first up we have precognition. Here, people can see the future. Similar to that Disney show, That's So Raven, where she would be going about her day and then she would randomly get a small clip, kind of like a small video of something that was going to happen in her near future. But because she didn't get the whole picture, she would always misinterpret things. So that's what precognition is. And People may not always get the whole picture, and are usually not able to prevent things from happening. Then you have retrocognition, and this is when people are able to look into the past. So for example, if a person walks into a remodeled building, and then they get visions, sort of like flashbacks, of maybe a fire that took place there years ago or in extreme cases, they'll experience the death and relive someone's last moments. It it doesn't always have to be so traumatic, but it's usually the case. Because the energy of the incidents left over are so dense and strong that it's probably what triggers those moments. Remote viewing also falls under clairvoyance. And with remote viewing, it allows you to see the present. So what I mean by that is that with your mind's eye, you can receive impressions about a distant place or person. 
So this would be, for example, if you've never seen my house, you with your mind's eye would be able to receive impressions or images. And you would be able to describe maybe the layout of my house and or certain objects that I have. Clairvoyance is also how most mediums are able to communicate with the dead. And just a little side note, the difference between mediums and psychics versus people who have the clairvoyance ability is that mediums and psychics are able to receive information in many ways. Clairvoyants receive their information visually, through their mind's eye. It's an inner scene. And so when mediums communicate with the dead through clairvoyance, they can create a language with them by using pictures. So let's say the medium receives an image of shoes. Then just like the word ring, which would also mean a piece of jewelry, ring would also mean a circle, ring can also mean a sound or chime, then this medium might also interpret the image of shoes as someone who maybe walked a lot, maybe was always active, was probably a business person, etc. Depending on the image and the medium, of course. So, something similar to that effect. Clairvoyance is also often confused with deja vu which is simply just the feeling of having already experienced the present situation. And I could actually see how that could be, because you're seeing an image in real time that you've already seen. Like, maybe you're at a coffee shop, and you might get a sense of awareness that the man who's sitting down on your right takes a sip of his coffee at the exact same time that the lyrics of the exact same song start playing and you're standing in the exact same spot doing the exact same thing you've already lived. But deja vu is a whole other topic for another time. (laughs) The next intuitive ability or psychic ability is clairaudience. And this is the ability to clearly hear and it's associated with the throat chakra. People who experience clairaudience have this ability to hear beyond normal ranges. Some of the signs that can indicate people have clairaudience is that they'll hear a ringing in their ears. I feel as if I should say that if you're hearing ringing in your ears before you interpret it as a psychic ability, I would say just go get checked with a doctor just to make sure it's not like tinnitus or something. But this ringing in the ears sometimes could sound like a high pitch or low tones, sometimes even a humming sound. And the information that they receive can also come randomly, but they'll be able to understand it clearly. They will also be able to hear things others don't, such as whistling, Sometimes they'll hear voices, sometimes they'll hear phrases, conversations, maybe thumps around the house or other buildings. They might even hear their names frequently being called, but when they turn around, no one's there. They'll even be able to hear the sound of energy, and it's usually really loud to them. 
personally, I can say that I believe I have had clear audience experience a couple of times. And it's usually when I'm meditating or as I'm falling asleep. Because as I'm falling asleep, there are many times throughout the week where I hear voices or I hear conversations or phrases and sometimes I can't really make it out but it's as if other people are having conversations and I can I can hear them and sometimes these voices are a little too loud that they actually prevent me from falling asleep and they've kept me up. One way that I can describe these voices is if you've ever been on the phone, you know, talking to somebody else and then all of a sudden there's like an interference and you're able to hear two other people having a conversation, but it's like a completely random conversation and you're not exactly sure why you're even able to hear them. It's a little like that. Some of the signs that might indicate you have this ability is you're good at remembering things word for word. You might also be good at listening to people and or guiding them. You're good at communicating. You might also be good at talking to yourself either in your head or out loud. And too much noise can be very irritating to you or can cause you anxiety and you feel that you need silence. The next intuitive ability is claircognizance. And this is just a clear knowing. It's associated with the crown chakra. Clear knowing is the ability to receive information through your mind. And what I mean by that is it's kind of like a download that you get. And so when people experience this, they say they just have a feeling that you just know something without having any idea of how you know it. So if you've ever experienced just being creative and having inspiration just randomly appear out of nowhere, then that might be a sign of claircognizance. Okay, so here's another example. It's when, let's say you're watching a quiz show, kind of like Jeopardy, and you hear the question, but you you know that you don't know, but somehow the answer just pops into your head. And you're right, but you're left wondering, how did I even know that? That's clear cognizance. And so certain signs that indicate that people might have this ability is them easily being able to understand things. They, for example, can do math really easily. <laughs> that for sure is not me. <laughs> They like to do research. They are also most likely to guess the plot of, like, movies. They like to do puzzles. They like guessing games, and they have a great memory. Alright, so last but not least, we have clairsentient. And this simply means 
clear sensing. This intuitive ability is associated with the solar plexus chakra. And with clear sensing, it's a physical sensation. So that's when you get goosebumps on your arm randomly. Um, you might feel aches and pains on your body out of the blue. You might get chills down your back, maybe tingles on your arms or legs. And so people with this ability are very hyper aware of the subtle energetic shifts in their body. So for example, simple things such as foods, um, they might be very sensitive to certain foods or they might have allergies, um, moon cycles, they feel their, the different energy shifts between the new moon and the full moon. They can also be very sensitive to clothing, certain fabrics, they try to find more comfortable clothing. They might be more inclined to take care of their physical body, so they might eat differently, have certain diets, or exercise a little more. These people might also have the ability to simply touch an object and receive information this way. Because they're extremely sensitive to energies around them, they might get a sense of anxiety or they just simply might feel anxious in places that have had past violence. They can tell the energy of the room. They can tell if it's a happy environment, if it's a stressful environment, if it's sad, if it's angry, and are usually really good at judging the energy and intentions of a person when they first meet them. They can also relate to pretty much any experience that a person is explaining. That's why it's said and is commonly known that if you get goosebumps randomly, maybe just like on one part of your arm, that it means spirits are around you or they have touched you. But places with high energy such as a church might also cause you to experience those goosebumps. These people might also experience strange sensations on top of their head, kind of like a, a pressure on their head, and will even get random surges of energy. Especially if they meditate, you can definitely feel, the, feel those surges of energy. But also, many people confuse this intuitive ability with being an empath. And there's a big difference. With clairsentience, people are able to physically feel other sensations. So, for example, if someone's sick and or feeling nauseous, the person who has this ability might also start feeling sick and nauseous versus an empath who is able to pick up on other people's emotions. So everybody has these intuitive abilities. It's just that some are more developed than others. And also, it's not always the same for everybody. Because one person might have clairvoyance, for example, stronger than their clairsentient. And for others, their strongest ability might be clairaudience. It really just depends on the person everybody's different. Alright, well, I do have one experience that happened to me a couple months ago, but this experience was 
frightful that it really left an impression on me. Okay, so as usual, it started off with a dream. I dreamt that I went upstairs to my room and I saw my dog sitting in the corner by the window. And it was nighttime, but the light from the outside was coming in. And I saw that he was trembling. And then right away, I sensed something dark and negative that was in my room, but specifically it was coming from my bathroom. So I stepped inside the door and I told whatever it was to go away and that it was not welcome. And while I was saying that, I imagined a cross light. For those of you who are familiar with the lesser banishment ritual of the pentagram, it was something like that. So it was a light coming from above my head, shooting down my head, through my legs, and then another ray of light across my arms. So it was forming a cross of light with my body. And so this is just something I do whenever I dream with negative entities, and it's kind of how I protect myself and how I get rid of them. Only this time, when I did that, the light bulbs went out. And so I felt this presence was still there. And with my cross light, I was trying to ignite the lights, but whatever it was, it was strong enough that it wouldn't let me. And I guess it didn't like the light. So I told my dog to come with me and we both went downstairs. And it was there where I saw my mom. And I was telling her what had just happened. And I told her that my room was haunted. And she agreed. <laughs> well, somehow I realized that I was lucid dreaming. And I checked my hand and I saw that I had six fingers. So then I confirmed it, right? And then I told my mom that she was dreaming too and that she needed to wake up. And she really didn't get it. But I wanted her to remember that we were together in this dream. Or at least our spirits were. And as I was telling her all of this, I noticed that it was becoming harder and harder to speak in my dreams. It's almost as if something was preventing me from waking her. And then I heard my dog begin to growl and it was looking at something behind me. I immediately sensed something dark again, and in a split second, I realized what it felt like to actually have a sixth sense fully awakened. I couldn't see anything, but I could feel the darkness slowly creep up and take over me completely. I tried the cross light again, but I panicked because I felt it take complete control over me. But thank goodness I was then in that moment awakened by my husband. And so through this dream, I feel I now know what people who sense spirits go through. Because it, it, it was extremely overwhelming. But it doesn't end there. So through my day, I just carried on like any regular other day. With the exception of having that impression from that nightmare. But towards the end of my day, as I was getting ready for bed that night, I stepped into my bathroom, and as soon as I closed the door, out of the blue, the power went out. I realized it was the exact 
same scenario happening from my dream the night before. It messed with my mind so bad that for a moment, I thought I was dreaming. I thought maybe I was having a lucid dream, and I checked my hands, but because I couldn't see anything, I just touched my fingers, and I counted five. So I realized it wasn't a dream. And I'm not proud of this because I panicked and I feel like I failed. But I tried to reach for the door handle. I was sliding my hand up and down, like trying to feel the doorknob, but I couldn't find it. I screamed for help, and it only took a few seconds for my husband to get to me and open the door. But as soon as he opened that door, the lights came back on. I don't know what all of that was, because none of our family members who lived close had any power outages. Come to think of it, I think it was just our house, because none of our neighbors ever complained about that. So do you guys think I maybe experienced clairvoyance, because I had a vision through my dreams of what was going to happen in my near future? Let me know what you think. Well guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. And don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or follow us on social media on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. Lastly, if you have any questions or any feedback, or if there's simply anything that you'd like to share, email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.